Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 277, episode 3 of Dear Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness, and it is Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. How Many Pants Must We Exchange? With thighs larger than a mountain range. Where were you when we were showing thigh? COVID vaccine, <laughs> COVID vaccine, it grew my balls larger than a cannonball. We'll allow it. Where were you while we were showing thigh? Someday you will find me watching Teletubbies. Drinking Mountain Dew Slurpees until I die. Uh, that is courtesy of Lockaroni on the Discord. Ooh, Thank you very much. Baby. Cramming a lot in there. We love it. Yeah. Just like my pants, which have thighs as big as mountain ranges. Cramming a lot in. Cramming. We appreciate it. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined by one of the very fa- faces on Mount Zeitmore, an Emmy-nominated writer, artist, comedian, behind many acclaimed podcasts, the author of the upcoming New York Times bestseller, Raw Dog. She's here all week, folks. It's Jamie Lofton! Just a Jamie girl, living in a Zamboni world. She took the Minion train going <laughs> anywhere. Yes. Just a hot dog boy, born and raised in south of Brockton. 
he took the minion train going anywhere. I'm going to actually go into a third verse because it's the, the best one. Do it. A singer in a smoky room. Darna. A smell of hot dog beef perfume. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bar is hot like a chef and my It goes on and the hot dog beef perfume one hot is dog just beef iconic. perfume Deeks. yes oh my god <laughs> that's from at russell housefield thanks russell that really that truly like got me out of bed this morning is that are you wearing hot dog beef perfume that's oh you know it lovely. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> what a lovely scent the tie-in. Well, Jamie, we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by one of our favorites, one of your favorites, a stand-up comedian, writer, producer, podcaster, who you know from Lady to Lady. Uh, she's performed everywhere from a basement in Whitesburg, Kentucky, to the stages of the Kennedy Center. It's Brandy Bowser! <laughs> hey! Um, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. I'll just sing the actual yeah, song from Shatner my name. <laughs> Nobody wrote one for me! That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Shatner okay. style, just like real meaningful. Brandy, you're a fine girl. Yeah. What a, yeah. What a good wife you would be. You I'm would a be. filthy yeah. sailor and I like me boat more than you. <laughs> and you'll deal with it because most men are bad. What a time the 70s were where you could just have like a weird little sea shanty song. I know. That was like a pop Charted. Hit. Yeah, really Big good. charts. Yeah. Charted? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, Looking Glass. Brandy by Looking Glass is a pretty big deal. Big song. Yeah, they're they're a one hit wonder, but um, and I've listened to the rest of Looking Glass's albums to be like, is there anything else here? And <laughs> the answer other, is no. <laughs> any other gems? Are no. all of their songs like about a forgotten time of people like living <laughs> in sea villages? And, it like, feels fishermen? like it. Yeah, I, w- I wish I wish it had been more of a concept album. Yeah. but no, I think it was just um ludes is what was happening at the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. I never did Ludes. I think Ludes were like gone by the time I was doing drugs. But like, the, is that the explanation for the 70s? And like the, because like there was also like a bunch of Led Zeppelin albums around that same time mm-hmm. that were like taking place in like pagan times. Yes. Partially. I'm just wondering, oh. like, was there something about Ludes and just like mentally existing in a different time? I- I think probably I don't fully mm. know what a lewd did. Is yeah. it like a is it an upper or a downer or a, a way downer? A way downer. Yeah, it, it's I, the one I only know it from Wolf of Wall Street, where oh, he like time. can't stand up. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's like the the best scene in the whole movie. I used yeah. to have like a whole what I learned about quaaludes when I used to be creating a really vast background story to my dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I wrote in some villains for him called the Lewd Dudes. Uh-huh. The Lewd Dudes were always after him because he had a, a capsule full of lewds in his backyard and the Lewd oh, Dudes yeah. were jonesing for it. But they're but they're downers. So if the Lewd Dudes are operating at full capacity, you know, they're moving pretty slow. They're not very viable yeah. opponents. Yeah, just the easiest people to evade. Like they take zombies and they're like, slow zombies too fast. We need, uh, we need to slow that down a little bit. Put that on extra easy. Nice. A drug time capsule is an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. That I, I guess not all drugs would hold up very well, but at least ludes, I think, were pharmaceutical, right? 
I th- yeah, I think that they they had a pretty good uh, they had a pretty good shelf life, and mm. and even I feel like if you want lewds bad enough, you you'd be willing to take a chance of having a sour lewd or whatever. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's all we're talking about today is lewd. lewd <laughs> no, Brandy, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, a couple of things we're talking about today. There is something going around called. The 15-minute city conspiracy theory, that, I mean, it's just the 15-minute city is an idea. And then it is being turned into a conspiracy theory on the right. And I just want to talk about what, how, how great this idea could be and just how, how dumb the response is but from the Internet. Bad job, Internet. Yeah, Do better. Uh, we're going to talk about the Supreme Court student loan hearing. Maybe. I don't know. I don't I don't understand any of this shit. I feel like generally Supreme Court stuff is like people just like talking themselves down a weird like rabbit hole of like linguistic reasoning that doesn't totally like there's this thing called the major questions doctrine that is like this whole thing is now hinging on. And it's the Supreme Court being like, if it's a big enough deal, we don't have to listen to anyone is essentially the idea. But they have like somehow given it like legal precedent. So I don't know. Well, we might talk about that. We'll see how we feel. There is a new Peter Pan live action movie. And it is the first Mm -hmm. of these animated live action Disney remakes that I'm actually kind of interested in. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Chris Rock doing a live special on Netflix because Netflix is just fully becoming. They're like, what about live television? Hear us out here. Well, for a second, (laughs) you were saying Chris Rock was Peter Pan. And I was like, intrigued, (laughs) intrigued by that version. (laughs) I know it would be intriguing. We might get to Mark Wahlberg. Like, it seems like everyone just remembered that Mark Wahlberg is a piece of shit all at once. So we might even talk about that. And we're entering the Mark Wahlberg 40-day challenge, otherwise known as Lent. <laughs> Did you, he went on the Today Show and the lower third during a segment in which he was absolutely talking about Lent was labeled the Mark Wahlberg 40-day challenge. And I that's fucking amazing. hate Mark Wahlberg. And that's it's the greatest awful. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that's so great. It did, he is he branding it as mind. such? Because he is like... America's top Catholic. Like, but <laughs> amazingly, when the Pope came to Phil- Philadelphia, they were like, Mark Wahlberg should introduce the Pope. And he did. That's, <laughs> who, that's who America came up with. <laughs> what a fucking... He's such a, he's such a horrible person. Yeah. And yet his rebrand of Lent, um, yeah, I thought it was, it was pretty, pretty powerful. Mm. Is it do, is, any specifics or he's just like, you got to not eat meat on Fridays or whatever? I honestly didn't watch the full segment. What? I don't like. I don't like hearing him talk, Jack. I don't <laughs> like what he has to say. Oh, but I on. do like that he wakes up at three in the morning. It just seems like yeah, j- exactly as unhinged as you would think. But but we but the culture has chosen to love him anyways. Yeah. Which and is now I start waking up at two thirty in the morning just to make sure that I'm awake when Mark Wahlberg wakes up, so he doesn't have one over on me. Well, yeah, because uh, you want to be Ted's favorite friend. <laughs> Always, of course. Yes. Yeah, I did Google uh Mark Wahlberg forty day challenge and just a picture of him with the uh Black Friday 
Uh, or Ash Wednesday. Sorry, Ash Wednesday. It's been a, yes, <laughs> it's he's been got a the minute. ashes on his head. It's been a minute since <laughs> I've done any of that shit. I, I was like, that. wait, I'm... which one is it? <laughs> well, I do the ashes on my head for Black Friday. Yeah, yeah, me Personally. too. Personally, yeah. And, just it, to get it ready. It's my war paint. Well, it confuses people just enough that you can slip in for that TV deal. You know what I mean? That's right. You know, they're like, wait, what time of year is it? <laughs> but he looks just annoyed in a black cross on his forehead. It's great. It he always looks annoyed, exasper- yeah. exasperated. Yes. Just his resting like. face. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So all of that, some of that, maybe, I don't know, maybe more. But first, Brandy, we do like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history? I mean, within the last five minutes, I have Googled Quaaludes and Mark Wahlberg. Uh, mm-hmm. But before that, this this so it's been raining in Los Angeles and I... As I was stuck at home, like in the background, just as white noise, I put on the the bald eagle cams that are happening in Big Bear currently. So as I've just been watching them for several days, I've just been Googling bald eagle facts because I just here's the thing. I want to relate all of my underrated, overrated. All of it is all of it is about the eagles. I just need to put it all out there because here's the thing. (sighs) These eagles, they're doing it. They're amazing. They're very great birds. They're getting pelted with snow up there and overrated comment sections because I do not need people telling these eagles how to eagle like they know any better, which is why I went out of my way to like Google a bunch of eagle facts because there's people that are like, they're ba- these two eagles are laying on two eggs trying to hatch them. And everyone thinks if they go to get a fish that their eggs are freezing and they're going to die and are telling these eagles that they don't know how to be eagles. I... It's Wait, awful. There's people comment, are the worst. There's people in the comment section yes. being like, "These eagles suck at yes. sitting on eggs." This is, yeah, it it it's sounds wild. like relationship TikTok, <laughs> like right. or like or any parenting video I've ever seen where they're like, "Nope, there's no way, wouldn't be me," or, or like, "You don't love your husband." They're but they're yes. bullying the eagles who they're could putting not it, possibly receive their feedback. Yes, they're putting <laughs> it all on the eagles, and there are no. people. So the eagles' names are Jackie and Shadow. And which there's two very different vibed names. So I don't. Yeah, know wow. Who, Definitely who two different uh, people got to name those. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Jackie so Sha- is Jackie yeah. the male ego or is Sha- uh, eagle uh, or she is, is the, she is the lady. Jackie is the, the lady. lady. Okay. <laughs> Shadow. Oh, that's like a normie girl that marries a goth. <laughs> like, I know this is my husband Shadow. <laughs> no, exactly. And here's the thing: like Jackie will be on the nest for like hours on end, and then she will get hungry and go get a fish and then everyone will yell at her but then jack then shadow will come in and he will sit on the eggs for like five minutes and everyone's like Cuck. oh my god what a great husband he's oh, the god. best bird oh. and people people are losing people are putting so much onto these eagles and i'm like they're eagles they they know what to do leave them alone this is not a gendered thing this is not i'm sorry your husband left you that is not shadow's problem i'm sorry shallow shadow is paying his alimony i'm sorry he's not fucking the waitress down the street instead like i don't know wild i love love the idea of anyone of any gender watching this dynamic and being like why can't my spouse be more like (laughs) shadow like the eagle that's fully what is happening on the, on the online. It's amazing. There's a woman Honestly, named Sandy that is writing like daily updates is. on these eagles. And like a couple days ago, she had to be like, you know, the negativity in the comments is not helping the eagles. They know how to eagle better than us. It is our job just to observe what's happening. Fuck uh, yes, yeah, Sandy. <laughs> yes. So good for her. Yeah. She's like, so, and also, Shadow loves me. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shadow's an incredible lover, and you couldn't possibly understand. <laughs> you couldn't possibly understand him. That's exactly. amazing. Truly oh, insane. So that everyone is so wild. wild. I did not think it's... it was going to get this deep, but I've just been watching people just have brain worms uh, about eagles that are just being beautiful and just making hatching eggs. That's fine. Mm. These eggs don't hatch. They're going to cancel the eagles. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, well, maybe if they've been eagling a little bit different, that right. wouldn't be happening. Oh God, I am going to watch wild. this. Hearing yeah. stuff like this always scares me because I'm like, oh, if if a couple things go wrong in my life, I could be that commenter. You yeah. know, like of course. <laughs> that I thought you were going to say you could be that eagle, just like on <laughs> yeah. on a live video feed parenting. Yeah. If I choose the wrong potion when the when the witch shows up at my house, that yeah. could be me. That's pretty yeah. scary. Yeah. It's really uh, wild. What is something you think is underrated? Oh, I mean, just like Sandy's, she's just not getting the due that she deserves, I think. Paying it to Sandy, like just, yeah, yeah Sandy's uh, uh, recaps. Her, Sandy's Eagle's recaps deserve more than they're getting mm. because they don't have a comment section. I think people are just only are interested in parts of the internet where their voices can be heard and not... Um, just reading and learning. Because here's the thing. At Shut first, Sandy. at first, like this eagle, Jackie was sitting on the nest and she was getting pelted with snow. And I was like, oh, God, is she in trouble? And then I Googled and I saw that actually eagles have several layers of feathers that keep them extremely warm and their basic body temperature is 105 degrees and they Smart. thrive in snow. And I was like, oh, OK, so she's fine. As opposed to being like, somebody help her. Just, <laughs> right. just Google a fact once. Underrated facts. <laughs> Why won't somebody do something? I know. <laughs> oh, evolution did, it turns out. Yeah. yeah. They always seem to be in fairly inhospitable territory. Like, yeah. They're, they're like mm -hmm. on mountains and shit. Yeah, they live in Alaska and stuff. They, they're fine in Big Bear. Right. <laughs> yeah. <they're> <laughs> but chilly. it's all these, it's just all L.A. people being like, that looks so cold. It was I, 50 here the other day, so I can identify. I know. Yeah, she kind. doesn't have a fashion scarf. What will she do? Mm. <laughs> like, What if the eagle was wearing an infinity scarf? Maybe if she had done that, the eggs would have hatched a little bit faster. Yeah, exactly. I do have to give a shout out to the name Shadow because there was a, there was a DJ named Shadow Stevens when I was young mm. who did like, he was like adult contemporary Casey Kasem. And mm -hmm. oh, that, that name always stuck with me as like very <laughs> over the top but like kind of dope <laughs> like just shadow stevens shadow. <laughs> and so i'm gonna go ahead and say shadow is an underrated name to, yeah. to give your eagle or uh, mm -hmm. child or your dj yeah. <laughs> or your dj yeah i think it's an overrated name for a dog mm -hmm. uh, Probably. there's a lot of dogs named shadow yes. yeah. but but what about a son and that that is a powerful um I would like to meet more shadows than Brashtons going forward. So people can, mm. you know, fix that. Did you really hear the name Bra Brashton? Yeah. In the wild? Yelled, yelled at a kid in a subway like four years Brashton. ago. Brashton. And I was like, Brashton? You couldn't decide between Brandon and Ashton? Just, <laughs> we don't need wow. mashup names. Overrated mashup names. Just pick one. Stick to your decision. <laughs> Trust <Yeah>. yourself. <laughs> You're making an indecisive child <laughs> from the start. <laughs> Brashton is a very strong decision. That's just like you you are like they need to be a snowboarder or a professional surfer or nothing. That's it. 
there are certain names where you're just like, well, their fate is sealed. I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I guess Shadow would be one of those as well. So maybe I should uh, shut the fuck up on so telling people to like, name their kids Shadow. So is like Merlin. Like there's. Uh, Merlin. Man. You can't just name someone Merlin. They have to be a music teacher or live in the woods. A baby named Merlin is really wild. I honestly. Baby Merlin. I don't hate that idea, but it is a very (laughs) kind of a scary thing to do to a child. (laughs) Yeah. Then they just go with Merle to like (laughs) kind of whatever their parents don't want them to do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about the 15-minute city and other stuff. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month. Taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And yeah, so you may have noticed online, if you're terminally online, that there's been a lot of talk about fifteen city, uh, the 15-minute city concept lately, which it's just a like urban planning term. But according to the internet, it is a dystopian plot to enslave the masses. The idea is pretty hard to argue with. It's that people should be within a roughly 15-minute walk or bike ride from the things they need, like food, schooling, and healthcare. That way, people aren't forced to drive everywhere and further destroy the planet. It's an idea that's like been popular in urban planning 
circles for a long time. It's become a key part of some countries' political policies. Like in Paris, they have a mayoral candidate who based her 2020 re-election campaign on a plan to create 15-minute cities. But some some people are responding to this by claiming that it will create like sci-fi districts where people will be fined for leaving. And it's just like all they've just resorted to fiction to make it like kind of scary, which I, I think is because it's this is like a powerful idea and it's also very non-profitable or like goes against the grain of like the modern kind of capitalist ethos where, yeah, you know, right. you just like organize things based on whatever's going to make the most money. But I just I think that like if we keep pushing with this idea, it will become enormously popular because like just think about like all my favorite like parts of dystopian movies. They really come back to and I've said this before, but like it's really a, a fantasy about having a walkable city <laughs> like that's, that's what yeah. dystopian yeah. movies are about it's like man like all the most like iconic scenes from i am legend the ones that i remember are not like the zombie ones they are him playing golf like walking down the middle of the street in times square and like <laughs> a deer like running by him or like the Walking Dead, like the most iconic image is them like walking into a city on an abandoned highway and like yeah. just there being no cars. And I think I just think our imagination like craves a world without traffic and cars more than people realize. Mm. And just like w how much this would, I don't know, like just make make service. I mean, I guess it doesn't really resolve making these like services more affordable for people, but like walkable cities just... <laughs> And having access to things nearby is like the access is such a huge issue. It's so yeah. I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that the backlash has been is coming from where it's coming from and is being like put in that way. But it's just so like, I don't know, anytime a simple, useful concept like this that would also just be like lovely too is right. Argued yeah. against, it feels like there's so much internal contradiction because, like, I think like a lot of like super capitalists are always like, "Oh, we need to return to something," which this would be <laughs> be a this return be. to like yeah. fucking villages yeah. and yeah. Uh, like exactly. communities, but they're like, "Well, not that kind of return." The like yeah. things well, should still yeah. be far away, and like you know, poor neighborhoods shouldn't have access to basic things and blah 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 it's so wild because like so i live in i live in like eagle rock here in los angeles and like my my town like is a little walkable city i rarely leave i can walk to anything or ride my bike to basically anything i need i got a cheese yeah oh i can get to that it's less than a mile from me i got a chuck e cheese oh. less than a mile that's the dream that's yes. the american dream for that everybody <laughs> is it the burbank chuck e cheese that's right by no. the kmart Oh, no, no, okay. no. The one in Eagle Rock okay. that's next to okay. the Target and next to the fish market. Uh, Got it. <laughs> it's great. But like it, it's amazing, too, because everybody is like very like involved in like wanting all these businesses to thrive. We all know the people that work there. Like pe I'm like friends with my neighbors. Like I feel like I have an actual community and like other parts of the city I've lived in. I haven't had that. And it's like it, it's it's great. There's nothing wrong with this. It's it's the way that you should be. It's live live locally. I, I, I went over to Silver Lake last night for the first time and like months because i was like oh i guess i could go eat somewhere else <laughs> why not <laughs> right 
And so what have you done now that they like put a tracking bracelet on you and don't let you leave your district? Because that's what <laughs> I mean, that is what they're trying to do. Yeah, right. right? Yeah. Clearly. But yeah. That, that, yeah. So extremists have misinterpreted the idea. <laughs> the plan merely gives people the freedom to live locally, does not yeah. force them to do so. But Jamie, it's a really good point about like returning to something because that does seem to be the the thing that the right always wants to do, but it's like a very specific period that didn't actually really exist, but like it's in their mind, it's like how the 1950s and early 1960s were right. with like a bunch of houses that look the same and everybody driving to work like in everyone had cool a transatlantic cars. accent like yes. oh yeah that never happened but like yeah. at, at the beginning of the 20th century like cars were the this novelty that only rich people could afford and they were wildly unpopular because mm-hmm. people were like are you keep running over our kids rich yeah. people like yeah. you're just driving way too fast so like there were all these pushes by cities to make it illegal to make cars that went over like 20 miles per hour mm-hmm. and the politicians and car companies conspired to like cram this poison pill into our world and now we have this like world that is completely like gridded off by you know cars and streets and like we just like you know, my my kids can't play outside of the yeah. house without me worrying they're going to get run over by a car. Like, we're prisoners, like, on our own blocks because we're hemmed in by roads. And I just, I think it, like, weighs on us, like, metaphysically more than we realize because we just don't, we, we just want to be able to, like, run free, you know? For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Well, and it's wild, too, because it's like so many like when you drive through like small town America and stuff like most small towns have a main street where everything is. Right. And like, you know, you can drive or, you know, to there and then walk and do whatever you need to, even if it's a kind of a big area. Like it's 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 stu- it's it's extremely stupid to have a problem. With this. Right. right. I mean, the only the only specific que- I mean, I would have like more specific questions about like how this would look and like how I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, I, I understand why there's questions about it, but this angle of like interrogating it is so disingenuous where I would be more afraid of like a Rick Caruso kind of solution yes. where it's like, right. well, every mm-hmm. neighborhood is a very specialized mall now and like mm-hmm. only certain people are allowed access to it. But it's like the idea right. that as it's being presented, it's not specific enough to even like, I mean, those are just like questions I would have. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. It's like you still want your mom and pops. I think maybe there's something to people like not being like, I don't, how dare you take the cho- choice of going to all these different places away from me? And it's like, no one's doing that. They just want right. some to be know. a lot easier to get to. And then maybe that's just the one you go to. It's nice to be a local at a place. Right. Are you yeah. guys like, how, do you have like a, a cashier anywhere that like is like, hey, how you doing? Or like recognizes you guys? It's the best. Yeah, yeah, I got to great. introduce my friends to my bodega guy this week, and it rocked. Yeah, <laughs> he was really gassing me up. I wasn't expecting it. It was awesome. <laughs> That's Aww. amazing. See, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for sure, there are legitimate concerns with like any implementation of this, especially like if it's just being done unregulated by American capitalism. That like yeah. inequality is going to 
become a, a big part of it and it will be very bad for poor areas like like with anything but of course right. the current situation is already bad yeah. for poor areas and mm-hmm. i don't know th- there was like this moment during the pandemic where new york city was like maybe we should just not have cars because it's like really nice mm-hmm. in manhattan when like there there aren't cars and like all these streets are walkable and I'm sure there was some massive concerted effort by the, you know, local mm-hmm. commerce, like whatever, to to push back on that. But it just feels like, I don't know. I, I think people want this more than we realize. Like if there, if there was just like a no car, like a big sprawling no car, like neighborhood in the middle of any city, like it would become like such a fun place to like. Be, be a part of like any city cities where there's like just walk streets like the, those become so much better than like places you want to be more than just strodes like s- street street road combinations that are just like Strodes. that's that's an actual like urban planning term where they that rocks like, yeah okay, well roman it's Mars. it's like a massive yeah uh, me and roman were I, what was roman saying mm-hmm. he was saying the funniest thing the other day no it, it's <laughs> the it's this idea that like american cities like have these thing like practically like this should be a street like just given where it is that there are houses along it but they turn it into a road or vice versa i forget like which is which but like one is like you know with speed limits like above 50 miles per hour and traffic lights and complicated like multiple lanes and shit like that and they just like kind of crammed those in where they don't belong and oh every every part of the valley is what you're talking about yeah people go 70 miles an hour (laughs) in a residential (laughs) area constantly yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i i there's just like no reason that this shouldn't be a conversation that people are open to. I feel yeah. like, yes. like obviously there are, I think there are like plenty of like red flags of like, how would this be yeah. implemented to like best serve everybody? But that, but it's like, you've got fucking Jordan Peterson like against this as like a concept or whatever you're well, it, I, I don't know. It's not. Yeah. That's, that is who popularized the panic. He tweeted about the, tyrannical 15 minute city and it soon became like this thing i think the people that have problems with it are the ones whose bodega guys don't like them i think if if your local people are like "Mm," and they're not like they don't want to deal with you on a regular basis then i think you having to deal with that same person and maybe have to like change your behavior and be slightly more agreeable is extremely offensive to you so disliked in their own communities don't want more accessible communities people start throwing tomatoes at them yeah (laughs) exactly right yeah we we will be bringing back the stockades unfortunately and we'll just be throwing tomatoes at jordan peterson for 45 minutes a day that will be his job Mm -hmm. i would love that let's get that a store the americana open uh (laughs) our writer uh jm was researching this and he said this is how he found out that he unfortunately lives very close to jordan peterson and also (laughs) jordan peterson lives 15 minutes away from anything he'd ever need like a 15 minute walk away from anything he'd ever need so of course of course yeah 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 but he hasn't tipped anybody in like 15 years so everybody gives him bad (laughs) service yeah it's like well (laughs) What do you expect? Of course. <laughs> like, just, I don't know. Just go back to letting your daughter feed you meat. Like, yeah. 
Fiji Stop meat. That. And well, it wasn't quaaludes, but it was something else that put him meat in Meat and lids. The meat best and lids, way baby. to start the day, baby. <laughs> the yeah. 70s and Virginia Slims. The three major <laughs> and, food groups of the 1970s. And meat, a gallon lids. of milk. <laughs> That's right. What are you, my dad? <laughs> uh, he was on benzos, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> no. not your dad, uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. No, the conspiratorial panic over this theory is manifesting in the real world in Oxfordshire in the UK, where they were like planning to filter traffic down to be like make their city more livable. Led mm-hmm. to a bunch of discussion. There's a large protest and. Like a lot of people showed up being like, no 15 minute neighborhoods, <laughs> like with signs saying, oh, no they... 15 minute neighborhoods. How long did it take them to get there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in God. Toronto, a McMansion developer, an anti lockdown person, is running for mayor and claiming that the 15 minute city idea is part of a larger conspiracy by a global elite to limit personal freedom. Again, this. <laughs> All, all like I'm just wanting us to go back to a time when people were like, "Hey, rich people, stop running over our kids." <laughs> like, yeah. when yeah. that was common sense. That like now that's a cool. strictly ideological. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. How George have you what to do? And also, he's a real estate developer. That that guy. So, yeah, of course, yeah, of course he of is. Course. Yeah, that's so depressing. S- Supreme Court. What do we think? Fans, thumbs up or thumbs down? The Supreme Court, we love them, don't we, folks? They have awesome merch. Yeah. <laughs> you I say awesome it. merch? Yeah. <laughs> I was, the last time I was in Portland, I went to the Girl Boss store. I don't remember what it was called. <laughs> and they got a whole shelf of RBG <laughs> merch. You know? Wee. Yeah. Great. My great. favorite I brand. think it's great. Yeah, I yeah. think, you know, obviously we should abolish it. But what, what hijinks are they up to today? Well, they're deciding whether uh, the government is allowed to forgive student loan debt or, you know, forgive a portion of student loan debt, as Joe Biden was hoping to do. And so there, there are two cases that they're looking at. One was brought by two private citizens who are arguing that the administration unfairly excluded some, including those who have commercially held loans from debt cancellation. So mm-hmm. be good. Yeah. Like that's and yeah. also that the administration pushed it through without allowing for a period of public comment. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah that's fair. Yes. Let's talk about that. Uh, the other challenge is from six Republican led states, Nebraska, Missouri, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, and South Carolina, claiming that the Department of Education doesn't have the authority to cancel student loan debt. And so, I mean, people who understand le- legal stuff are like, it doesn't, like, it should be a question of, like, how this is harming them. Like, that's yeah, supposed to be sure. the first question that gets asked is, like, okay, you're bringing this case. How is this affecting you? But instead, because we have this super conservative Supreme Court, it's fallen under the major questions doctrine which is just a legal doctrine invented by Republicans that allows the court to tighten its leash on government agencies in matters of, quote, critical political and economic significance. So basically, the court no longer defers to the government if it has a major question. That sounds like a lazy 
like bad B Marvel movie point, right. the major questions doctrine. Yes. You're like, yeah, totally. Yeah, I think the exactly. I think Marvel would have workshopped it even. I I guess yeah. Golden Age Marvel would have workshopped it a little bit more. Maybe Let's punch that days. up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But they've already used the the major questions doctrine to strike down at least three Biden administration policies that the Republican Party opposes. And it was a key part of the brief written by Republican states challenging the program. And so far during the hearings, it's been invoked repeatedly by conservative justices like John Roberts, who likened Biden's student loan cancellation to Trump's plan to deport the dreamers. Again, yeah. like, like where who's being harmed wow. here? Is it mm-hmm. but like I, I would at least like to hear them say who they think is being harmed because it's like yeah. rich people who like are getting the interest payments, I guess. Loan right? sharks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Like it's it's the corporations who like have the bundled loan mm-hmm. debt, you know, and like bought mm-hmm. it for billions of dollars five years ago or whatever. Yeah, that they've probably already made at this point with like with the the interest. It's all just been fake money that they've just like been pulling from people anyway. If yeah. I was friends with any of these paralegals, because they so Supreme Court justices, they've got a team that works around them, so which means they have some relatively young people that work near them. And if you know anybody that knows anybody that is friends with a paralegal, how about we blackmail them to blackmail the <laughs> Supreme Court justices to push this through and maybe everything else too but i think this is a way in because like now they're messing with your money <laughs> yeah right that's my theory like i think it's we just need to like there, there's bad photos of these people out there let's get them get them <laughs> let's get them like the, the young people who work for brett kavanaugh are probably the worst most boring but yeah they probably do have like weird but somebody knows them yeah and has they're... a bad photo of them this is a it's all a pyramid scheme to get to taking down the supreme court there are definitely with photographs <laughs> of them holding a leash that has a human at the other end i'm yes. sure like exactly. from some fret hazing or something yeah let's get those photos yeah. god who, who knows what yeah what what the Kavanaugh employees are sitting on. (laughs) It's so, it's like, I mean, obviously this is extremely frustrating from a student perspective too, but it's just like a continued, um, my, my younger brother has a ton of student debt and is like, not only, you know, frustrated to see this conversation, like start and stop and start and stop in so many ways, Mm -hmm. but it becomes like a whole second job to have to uh, like try to figure out what the fuck is going on, what you qualify for versus what you don't. Cause like when, I don't know, like we've all had student loans, when you're getting student loans, you're not really, I mean, in the same way that like you're not really taught how to do your taxes or other shit where you're getting mm-hmm. completely fucked. Um, and it's like just not understanding how it works with student loans. It's like, I had no idea what the difference between a private and a public, like I was just like, these are yeah. what they're offering me and I'm supposed I'll to go them. to school <laughs> or like that's what it, what I, that's a whole separate issue. But it's so like it's so frustrating to see like students and people, you know, who are way beyond student age yeah. who are still sort of like hampered by these loans trying to figure out what they even fucking qualify for. I mean, it's and unfortunately, I mean, like the Biden administration does seem like they're making an honest effort to like push this through it's just it's nuts yeah it's insane it's like i remember being 18 in college and i signed up for a credit card because they gave me a t-shirt that said the price is wrong bitch and i 
it messed up my credit for years, but I (laughs) wanted that (laughs) t-shirt. You know, like that person should not be, I should be affected for years. Yeah. There's like people outside, like uh, just outside walking around colleges, signing kids up for credit cards. And you got like a funny t-shirt. If you signed up for it and it was like, oh, I'm all, this is that's the same way you basically are picking student loans. That's the amount of thought that's really going into it. Like, is this how Busted Tees was po- profitable for so long? They were like <laughs> tied to a major c- credit card corporation. I wouldn't be surprised. This is wrong, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I wish I still had it. And that sure cost me a lot. <laughs> And um, then they put you in a situation where the price was wrong. Bitch. Yeah. You know, I know it, it was. was yeah. yeah. It, that became they your told life. you what they were about <laughs> to do. Yeah, exactly. It's just more profitable for them to make our day to day lives as confusing as possible. Like the, ta- the the fact that we have the tax paying like mess that we have and like every other country is just like we just send you a bill like and then right. you pay it. And if you have questions, you can ask them. But like you, you don't have to do the bureaucratic work that is required to like pay taxes in in our country. Like that, yeah. that's kind of create. That's our job. <laughs> like it's. I mean, and yeah. it's just I. I don't really. I mean, I, I honestly I don't understand. Um, like what the timeline on it? It looks like this is just sort of kicking the kicking the ball further down the field, sort of yet again on this issue. Yeah, but. It's so like it. It's like a lot of, I guess, like right leaning legislation and like centrist legislation as well. It just is so short sighted yeah. to you know because it's like sometimes I, I do feel like the American government and definitely the Supreme Court truly does act like there's only like eleven more habitable years on Earth, and that's why they would make these decisions because it's like well, you know, if on a long enough timeline, then it's like you're actively discouraging the public to get more education like and they're obviously (laughs) like you're just trying to make you're you want a whole country of goofs and then and 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 then you know constantly complain uh that your country's falling behind in um you know whatever it's all so contradictory and ridiculous well, yeah, and then he put it on on the person instead of like any institutions, and it's like right. you know you're shamed for not doing the work or you not should have giving gone to more. School, uh. Yeah, it benefits them to keep education as restricted to only the their wealthy children as possible, mm-hmm. right? Like that's yep. that's what they are in it for, and then. Right. Any anything like this also is like a wealth transferal from like the dying like baby boomer generation mm-hmm. who like still run Fortune 500 companies and ban- ma- like major banks to young people. And they are they've shown that like their strategy is keep all the money for as l- and decision making as for as long as possible as long because as possible. their whole, you know, in- infrastructure that they've built for making money is contingent on fucking us over and destroying the earth that we're all going to have to live on and and baby boomers and their parents like benefited so significantly from better public education options and like and from more accessible you know college options that were affordable well you know um yeah (laughs) burn the supreme court down yeah Yeah. please Um, yeah. Literally or figuratively. At this point, I don't really care. Get rid of it. <laughs> it's got to go. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Brent Kavanaugh compared Biden's plan to help people plagued by crippling debt to Truman sending troops into Korea and Bush's post 9-11 abuses of power, which, by the way, he must have been on board with. <laughs> like, I just, Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Those, those are the same you. thing. Love to hear what the old rapist is is uh, thinking. Yeah. He's truly like that. Uh, we talked about the story a while back that that there is like baby powder. Johnson Johnson baby powder mm-hmm. was giving people cancer the whole yeah. time because it contained talcum powder. And the reason they were able to keep doing that and evade any like sanctions or you know attention of the EPA and you know consumer protection protection services is because they had they were spending millions and millions of dollars they were paying this one lobbyist 4.5 million dollars a year in or or something really crazy Mm -hmm. like that a year in the 1970s and that lobbyist was brett kavanaugh's dad (laughs) so like it's just a it goes deep it goes deep like the there it is a generational like cancer on this country that is just like yeah Disgusting. Yeah, the worst. The worst. Woohoo. <laughs> Woohoo. Let's Yay. The worst. Yay. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk about something less serious. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And we talked on 
trending, I guess it was yesterday or two days ago, uh, about how there, there's new character images for The Little Mermaid. And I, ha- I have some grave concerns about, about what this, <laughs> how this movie is going to work when it comes to the undersea creatures who are the, you know, the original movie relies on to be adorable and, you know, some something that fans empathize with. And they released, like, the fan art of Sebastian the Crab, and it is a crab. It is just a crab. <laughs> it is just a scary crab with, like, eyes on the end of a stalk and, like, no mouth. And oh, no. <laughs> I mean, like, you would think that they would have, like, learned from the Lion King reboot that, like, yeah. Actual photorealistic animals don't emote in a way that people Thank can you. recognize. Yeah, like no. it just doesn't natural. It's doesn't against work. nature doesn't to work. do. But Jamie, Jamie, it that movie is one of the ten most profitable movies of all time. Or but that I, doesn't I, mean that it, it was because of that. I know, but they did not learn that lesson from that movie. Even I though, know. yes, that was my entire experience. Is like. <laughs> Like nature yeah. documentaries are much better at making me give a fuck about like an animal's welfare than this, where it's just like <laughs> you have to keep the thing's head still so that we can see its lips moving along with <sighs> the words. And, you know, it's just it just really didn't work. And I feel like undersea creatures and particularly crabs are like very poorly <laughs> suited for my ability, at least to be Dope. like, yeah, yeah. oh, I, I fuck with that what that character is saying like I, i've crab. never known anyone to have a pet crab like it's not like oh. a her- hermit crabs but like hermit it's like crabs. no one's ever had like a blue crab as a pet <laughs> scavengers of the sea <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just a bug yeah. yeah it's a bug i feel i feel bad because it's like you know i, I love i love hallie bailey i'm like but it's like there's no way this movie is gonna be it's uh, it's gonna suck, and then everyone's gonna yeah. say that it sucks because they're racist and not because yeah. these movies suck. Yeah, right. Melissa McCarthy looks like she's in eye party costumes. I also don't understand like how these movies look so cheap because they cost so much money to make. They're so dark. I don't know. I did yeah. think it was funny that James Cameron. I think he said like in an interview because he's just like the meanest person. He's the biggest bitch in the world. <laughs> yeah, like he's bitch. just like it looks like shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you want to see real underwaters? Come see Teen Sigourney Weaver in my perverted little movie, which I did. And what did you think of that? By the way, we haven't. I know you are yeah. an Avatar fan. Uh, uh, I guess I. I mean, I <laughs> devotee. I couldn't tell you three things that happened in that movie now. I know that uh, a lot of it really bothered me. Um, yeah. And then I know that whole sections made me cry. I don't know. The highs were high. The lows were abysmal. Yes. Um, yeah. Not enough Zoe Saldana, but also not enough that big turtle whale that only spoke in papyrus. Yes. That was really cool. <laughs> when there the, was a when lot the, of really cool shit. When the turtle in, whale in said, I can't talk about it, it's too painful, I was laughing, I was crying. <laughs> that was cinema to me. Yeah. But also, a white kid with dreads named Spider, I didn't love yeah. that. Was the same yeah. villain as the first movie, didn't love that. But his performance was so captivating. 
No, I'm not going to be mean to a child actor. Uh, No (laughs) Razzie's takes here. I'm not going to be mean. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, James Cameron, I think, did say that he saw the trailer to The New Little Mermaid and that the underwater photography looked like shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love how catty he is. That's amazing. That's our answer. Yeah. (laughs) So they... They they have one coming. They like even usually they kind of do these knock these out one at a time. But mm-hmm. they've also just released the official trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy, yeah. uh, which is the studio's latest live action adaptation. And it's you know I I was immediately like I don't want to see this. Why why the fuck does this exist? But it's yeah. made by the guy who made the Green Knight. Did you guys see the Green Knight? Which yes. one is the, what's Wait, the that's night? wild that he's doing a <laughs> know, Disney project. Right? What? <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Okay, wait, weird. that's kind of cool. Yeah, like the Green Knight <laughs> is this like strange, like meditative, like weird, like acid trip of a like movie. It like doesn't make any sense. Oh yeah, it's, like, definitely a, lot a child, of fun. child director. Perfect, great. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. He's, weird. He well, pitched oh, it he... to Disney as the Revenant with flying kids. What? And also cited The Lighthouse as an inspiration. <laughs> well, he also directed that weird, I thought pretty good Pete's Dragon live action remake. So he has done Disney stuff before. David Lowry, oh, right? Really, yeah, David Lowry, yeah. Hmm. He did like a, uh, I saw it when it came out. I feel like this was right before, this was like pre-Beauty and the Beast. So I feel like it was before they were like, this is all we're going to do now. I don't think it was very successful, but he made like kind of a weird Pete's Dragon reboot that I, I I remember liking. But The Green Knight, I mean, that movie fucking rips. And yeah, Death it Patel really is does. so sexy. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. There's a scene where they're just like walking through the woods and like then they're like a bunch of giant, like giant humans. Mm-hmm. Just start like walking through, and it, it's truly, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a, a bizarre kind of trippy movie that I like. There's no way Disney's gonna let him do anything that cool with this, but of course, that, yeah, that detail. Like, I was, I was ready to just count this out, and then, yeah, d- directed by David Lowry and. The Revenant with flying kids. The Revenant's not my favorite movie, but like that juxtaposition, like bringing The Revenant into a Peter Pan movie and The Lighthouse, which is fucking perverted as hell. I'm excited. Well, yeah, I'm just excited. I hope Willem Dafoe is also in this movie yelling, stop, check it off. I hope that's (laughs) constantly happening in this movie as well. (laughs) Jude Law's playing Captain Hook. Jim Gaffigan's playing Mr. Smee. This is going to be weird. This is going to be a mess. What a mess. By the way, uh, Willem Dafoe just repeatedly coming in and saying, stop jacking off would be pretty appropriate to like a 1950s kid, like (laughs) British. Or actually, I think it was set in like the 1800s, which... Like yeah. there was a brief period in at least American history. I don't I don't know that this traveled across the Atlantic, but where the primary concern of Americans was like how to get kids to stop jerking off. Like, <laughs> there's like everyone like we can't have dance music because the kids are all gonna just start jacking off all the time. And then like they invented like cornflakes to like keep kids from jacking off. Uh, the least Bra- horny graham cereal. crackers America yeah. the beautiful baby mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's so true Jamie so true uh, try to be more patriotic these days. yeah well you yeah. nailed it <laughs> thanks 
And then there's a live Chris Rock special coming from Netflix where they're like, what if you like the stuff that you were seeing on the TV was like actually happening in the moment? Like, wow. What if? (laughs) What if I told you that? Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's called Selective Outrage. It's just the latest Chris Rock hour that Netflix is trying to like turn the whole thing into like a Super Bowl event. There's going to be a pre-show with Leslie Jones and Jerry Seinfeld and also Matthew McConaughey and Paul McCartney for some reason. What? I was but, like, I'm in for Leslie Jones, and I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> sure we're good maybe, here. And maybe Steve drop off after that. I'll <laughs> give you Leslie Jones and Matthew McConaughey just because I would like to see her make him uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh yeah. Yeah, that I, I feel can like he generally in any room that would be a great showdown because he generally is like the person who's making people uncomfortable in any room yeah. with his just like weird. <laughs> Woody Harrelson stoner redneck energy and yeah. and, the, and his like vague political aspirations. I think that I really started falling off the McConaughey train when he started having vague political aspirations. I'm like no, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yes. I feel like his political aspirations were very similar to like Andrew Yang's. Like he could have been a member of the Andrew Yang party, where it was like he could have been we're, Yang. Moving forward, yeah. we're not doing <laughs> left or right. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, the the big news, if the, if all of that was not eyeball grabbing enough for you, it was just reported that Chris Rock will address the Will Smith slap incident for the first time oh, in this special. Oh my god. Shut How many up. times do we need to hear about this? Uh, this is according I, to an anonymous source who I'm having a hard time believing is not a Netflix publicist. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um this is yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what people think he's going to say. But like that. So like last year, he performed the week after the Oscars and tickets were like being sold for over seventeen hundred dollars because people were like, oh, shit, it's good. We're going to hear the tea. And then like he didn't mention it because he's a stand up comedian and not like yeah. a fucking town crier who just like comes out and talks about whatever you yeah. want him to. Yeah. And like fans were like disappointed that he didn't just come out and upend the show. And well, I also don't know what they want him to say though. It's like yeah. such a weird We've incident heard that like doesn't make any sense. Take possible at this right. point too. It's also like about to be the Oscars again. Yes. It's been a whole year. Whole year. And yet we still haven't healed, you know? America is healing, but I th- I think this is the only thing that can truly heal America is Hearing from Chris Rock what he thought it was like when Will Smith slapped him. I I had a real... I, Chris Rock was really kind of haunting me yesterday. I don't really know why. But it was... Do you remember in Madagascar where he, his zebra <laughs> character does a bit... Where he goes, circus. I don't know why that that was on a loop in my head all day yesterday. And I was starting to like dissociate. i gotta say the weird thing that was in my head was come loft us up where we belong has anyone ever done that aka like that oh the song come lift us up where we belong but come loft us up where we belong i was like all right zeit gang get on it get on on, folks (laughs) it's a new month it's a new it's a new world circus that's pretty fun 
He just says it's like circus afro, circus afro, polka dot, polka dot, polka dot afro. Nice. I remember it so clearly. There's some great moments of comedy in uh, hidden in children's films here and there, you know? Oh, yeah. Fun, bright ones that aren't grim. <laughs> right, yeah. like, yeah, And yeah. I, I fully believe that Chris Rock uh, just improvised that. And then they had to turn oh, it for into sure. the worst. <laughs> like, I love when uh, voice artists will like improvise something and then it becomes the worst week of an animator's life because they're like, well, right. I guess I got to do whatever the fuck <laughs> that this was. over again. <laughs> Great. Yeah. yeah exactly. I feel like the the fifth funniest writer from the Harvard Lampoon probably didn't like come up with that while they were writing <laughs> the script. No, it's so simple. So beautiful. Yeah. Too yeah. good. All right. Well, Brandy. Such a pleasure having you, as always, on the Daily Zeitgeist. Uh, where can here. people find you, follow you, all that good stuff? Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me in the audience of Will Smith's new or <laughs> Will Smith's new special, Chris Rock's new special, whatever. Will Smith will be there. <laughs> I hope he. I hope he shows up and shows he slaps up. the whole crew. I hope that's yeah. what happens. That would be funny. <laughs> Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle. I'm at Brandazzle is here on TikTok. I'm post, I'm trying to post reels and actually do it. Please follow me. So I feel like it matters. Um, <laughs> even though it doesn't, uh, <laughs> I am actually going to be on tour a bunch later this year. I'm going to be all over the Midwest in April or in, yeah, in April, I'm going to be in Minneapolis, Wisconsin, all over Indiana, Ohio, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. If you live in any of those places, brandyposey.com will have all the tour deets and info. And also, if you use bands in town, you can find me and my tour dates on there. My podcast is called Lady to Lady. It comes out every single Wednesday forever. And um, so if you good. live in L.A., I have a show <laughs> called Picture This that happens once every six weeks. And it's um, comedians paired up with animators and they draw your jokes during your set. Jamie did it recently and it was very fun. Yes, yeah. it's my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and, fine. Google me. You'll find me. That's fine. And is there a tweet or <laughs> work of media you've been enjoying? I actually watched, it came out two years ago, but I watched the Donut King documentary last night, and it was real delightful. I'm not about, familiar. Oh, it's really great. It's about this Cambodian man named Uncle Ted that came over uh, before the Khmer Rouge and basically opened, learned from the donut shops here, how to make donuts. And then all of his family came over from Cambodia escaping and they opened all these donut shops all over LA. And it's basically like why we have so many donut shops here is because of this man basically just like giving a bunch of escaped Cambodians an ability to make money and have careers. And like that we, they were, have been so popular. They've kept Dunkin' Donuts out for forever. And they're just these massive, yeah, they're they're just it's like a really beautiful story about why we have like so many Cambodian owned donut shops in Los Angeles and it's great. So highly recommend. It's also Jamie Loftus's villain origin story because <laughs> the fact that there's not a lot of Dunkin' Donuts here. Dunks was kept at bay. No, I I I I I've been meaning to watch that for forever. I'm really excited to see it. It's really good. There's a few twists in it that you're just like, damn, I didn't expect that to happen, but it's like it will make you want to eat donuts, which well, is always important. great. Yeah, but it's beautiful. It's a great, great little documentary, hour and a half. Loved it. There's some content that just like makes me too hungry. Like, to, <laughs> I, I just like, like I, there, there's a podcast, uh, Doughboys, that like I, I just oh, can't yeah. like listen to that if I'm like not actively about to like go to a fucking fast <laughs> food <laughs> restaurant. Of course, yeah. Very hungry. Yeah. Jamie. 
Yeah. W- wonderful having you. Where can Happy people find you, follow you? And is there a we- work of media or tweet that you've been enjoying? Sure, it has been. Uh, yeah, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help, uh, Instagram, Jamie Christ Superstar. I'll be here all week for crying out loud. Um, mm-hmm. Listen to the Bechtel cast. Uh, we've, got, we've got a bunch of uh, uh, fun live episodes coming out soon. We went on tour earlier this year. You, I, my website is fucking useless. If you if you want to know what I was up to in 2019, I guess you could go <laughs> check it out. Um, it's more of a time capsule than anything else. But I'm going on tour with You're Wrong About for most of the spring. And then going on a book tour at the end of the spring for my book, Raw Dog, which is about hot dogs. And you should uh, you should you should uh, pre-order it. It comes out. You need to pre-order it right now. If you're listening to this, if you're hearing these words, go pre-order it. You Come will on. love it. You will Thanks, love it. It's Hell so yeah. good, you guys. The, I had so your much... voice is so like clear. It's just it's like if you've enjoyed a Jamie Loftus podcast before, it is like that in prose form. It's like you immediately became one of my favorite writers. Like it's just it's so good. Everybody that, needs to go so nice. uh, buy it right now. Hell yeah! Thank you so. Much. I earlier. Yeah. Uh, I'm so. I'm so grateful that you read it. We just like re- released a new cover for it, and and I'll offer as my media uh, because I have already formed an obsessive relationship with Goodreads. The one thing I was told not to do. Mm-hmm. I there there are people. The book isn't out, but there's like advanced reader copies that have been circulating, and uh, I I got this. I wanted to share a little bit of a review that I got. From a woman, would I call her an ally? I guess, I guess not. From a woman named Cheryl. Mm-hmm. She said, Unfortunately, I did not see much real humor in this book. I am not familiar with Jamie Loftus' humor, but it seemed like most of what I suppose was intended to be humor was just vitriol from a very unhappy, foul-mouthed lady. <laughs> <laughs> the author also brought a lot of sexual innuendo into the book pretty coarsely while mostly sleeping alone, although traveling with her partner, which got my ass on that one. <laughs> she, <laughs> wow. Damn. Since since Miss Loftus thinks America is such a horrible place, I would like to suggest she take the money she received from this book and relocate, maybe to Russia. I honestly do not Ooh. understand why she was hired Ooh. to write this. It could have actually been a fun and informative look at hot dogs. And then she um, says that she doesn't trust anything I said about history because I'm a socialist. <laughs> so Amazing. you know jack i'm glad you like the book but clearly yeah. it's not for everybody They're not for everyone cheryl. like the cia cheryl is clearly <laughs> the cia the cia yes. pays attention to art and i that that feels like the cia paid somebody to review your book everyone in yeah everyone in the cia's initials are cia too so that makes sense that her name is cheryl cheryl yeah yeah amazing, amazing. let's see uh tweet i guess the media i'm enjoying is this like i really like poker face have you guys watched poker face oh i no. watched it it's i've watched the first two episodes it's i just really like it i really like natasha leone i really like uh i like ryan johnson um, he's great i'm a basic bitch i like me some ryan johnson <laughs> so yeah you can I, th- I feel like people know about poker face but you can see that on cock you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes, where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode. 
as well as a song that we think you might enjoy, Super Producer Justin, what song do you think people might be enjoying? So for the listeners, it's already March, but for us on this side of the timeline, it's the last day of February. Yeah, Yeah. a.k.a. Black History Month. And uh, they kind of shortchanged us on the number of days. So I needed to commandeer the first of March for this track. Uh, This is a song called P's and Q's by Chicago-based artist Mick Jenkins, produced by Kay Trinata. If you love lyricism and some raw emotion in your hip-hop, throw this track on he puts as many words that begin with p and q in this song as possible so there there's a whole pun going on there but there's a strong message behind it it starts off at 10 with uh the emotion and it just it kind of builds up into this nice really cool thing and there's some really cool guitars going on behind it so check out this track this is called p's and q's by mick jenkins and you can find that song in the footnotes footnotes the daily zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you listen to your favorite shows that is gonna do it for us this morning back this afternoon to tell you what's trending and we'll talk to y'all then bye bye thanks Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.